All right. Colin, welcome. This, this is the first episode of Thoughts and Coffee. I'm sitting here with Colin, TikToker, Instagrammer, prolific tweeter. <laughs> prolific tweeter. I think I've tweeted. You tweet like twice, man. All right. So. Yeah. I tweeted, I tweeted maybe um, three things. All right. We're here to talk over coffee. No. I've never guessed. Oh, yes. Oh, we're doing shots of coffee, I see. Got the cold brew, man. Thing's basically a shot. <laughs> well, I'm going to need a lot. Would you like creamer? Yes, sir. Okay. All right, and that boy is tapped. So welcome to the podcast. So happy you're with us today. So, Colin, would you like to start just a little bit about yourself? You know what I'm saying? Just like... Well, introduce yourself to the viewers who may not know you, because I feel like a lot of people watching this may be coming from, will probably be coming from your TikTok fan base, you know, and like people are. So, I mean, as everyone knows, uh, do Christian TikTok, uh, done it for like three months now, four, mu- four months. Um, it's, it's fun. I mean, uh, never in a million years would I have guessed it that I'd have, um, at all platform for I mean anything really but I'm very grateful that it's for something that's for the kingdom uh, rather than for you know you're like throwing yourself. my cheeks around you know yeah, yeah yeah that wouldn't so you're happy to put some other things on the for you page yeah uh, of course um, that's who I am basically you know someone who likes Jesus likes to talk about the Bible likes to talk about a lot of things mm-hmm. um not, not a lot to me, just, I like the Bible. I got you, man, I got yeah. you. So, before we started filming, one of the things we were talking about is how, with today's political climate, mm. you know, there is a lot going on. Yeah. I mean, like, when it comes to... Oh, I'm seeing, I, I, I had never seen politics pop up on TikTok before. Until recently, mm-hmm. when it started popping up on Christian TikTok, and really, that's... so there's like Christian TikTokers making endorsements, not endorsements. Stuff. They're just making like statements. Yeah, statements okay. that some will support Black Lives Matter, some will support um, All Lives Matter, some will support certain you know political things. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I think there are some political things that are, are definitely you could consider them, like for instance, like abortion. That could be just considered just the pure fact of. It's it's just something Christians don't agree with, but mm-hmm. um, as far as when it comes to politics, yeah, like some some deep politics has popped up on my for you page. As far as from other Christians recently, really, yeah, okay, I find that interesting because like, you know, I see people who are more religious making political statements, and yeah. some of the things seem kind of contradictory to me. Yeah, you know, whether it's about stuff that Jesus talked about in the Bible, right? And, like, how a lot of that contradicts, especially someone like President Trump, mm. you know? And, like, I I don't know if you agree with this, but yeah. I stand by that Jesus was basically, like, a socialist because of a lot of the things he talked about what about, like, you know, give everything to the poor and follow me. Like, there's a lot of stuff that really, like, makes Jesus seem more just, like communal than like 
you know, well, I know capitalism wasn't really that much of a thing back then, but like, yeah, not yet, not yeah, till, not till Roman and like Empire, so it's right. hard to slap like a modern label on Jesus, you know. And it's I would like, say if you yeah. were to try to slap a modern label on Jesus, definitely not conservative. Conservatives are um, harsh. Mm-hmm. Definitely not liberal though, because they're also harsh. Um, they both have their very contradicting sides to it. Mm-hmm. I would say honestly. If you're even to come close to it, yeah, you could say socialist, but then again, at the same time, um, Jesus wasn't just about giving to the poor. He was more necessarily about giving really to the righteous, giving to the ones who are uh, followers of Christ. And while we're here, we should give to the poor, but he was also more so going around and saying like, Look, as your follower of Christ, it's your duty to do this. Not just because you're rich, but you're rich in yeah grace, rich in um, mercy by God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and like there's there's some other things that I kind of looked at also though. Like it's easier for when he said it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to go to heaven or something like that. Like it was like you know there's a lot of like that stuff and like. That kind of goes back to what I was saying about Christians making political endorsements yeah. and stuff where it's like, you know, I get that most, especially Christian Americans, are conservative. Most, you know, yes. Yeah. Evangelical and, Christians and they, are conservative. And they support President Trump. A lot, yeah. And going to, just graduating from a private Christian school... You know, you found a lot of teachers that were just different ends of the aisle, whether... Like, none of them were really, like, liberal. There were a few. Yeah. Like, one of them literally was like, yeah, I voted for Hillary. And, oh, my like, gosh. got a lot of crap for wow. it, obviously. Yeah, because, um, like, going to that school, you know, a private Christian school, parents are conservative. They're teaching their kids to be conservative. It's like these kids who don't really know much for themselves, but, like, hear what their parents say from, like, and, Fox News. Yeah. They hear a teacher voted for Hillary, and they, like, and they're like lose their mind. Like, yeah, they're ready to go. I mean, s- yeah. still, even then, that's, that's bold as a Christian to vote for... Hillary Clinton, not because she's a woman. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm, I'm progressive, but I wouldn't have I wouldn't have voted for Hillary Clinton because I'm I'm progressive. Like, I mean, I had um funny story. Friends, friends, mom of mine. Um, I really thought she was conservative. I really did because he's the most conservative kid I've ever met in my life. I got on Facebook one day, saw a big, I'm voting for Bernie or not Bernie, not Bernie. Sorry, um, Joe Biden. I'm oh. voting for Biden, and I was like. You know, uh, okay. hold on. And, and I was talking about my grandpa with this, and he's like, you want to know something that, that's interesting to think about is Biden doesn't have a running mate yet. It's unheard of. you never heard a president get to this true. far. Without and, choosing a running mate. Like, no yeah. one talks about it. Because Deborah was just like, forget it. Like I think he's still trying to decide. Because, I, so I, um, also for the audience, um, I didn't just, like, find Colin on TikTok and got him on my podcast. Oh, yeah, no, we, we were already friends we're before friends. this, so we've talked about this stuff a lot, like, pri- like privately and just, like, Trust times. me, we're not going to kill each other. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, that's the point of the show. See, yeah. the point of the show is, so, so my speech teacher junior year yeah. taught us that, he said that the world's problems could be solved if people were willing to just sit down and have a cup of coffee. Dude, that honestly is I would, one of the best. Yeah. If you don't put that in the des- descriptions... Uh, oh, it's every, in the channel art. Dude, it's in the channel art, dude, yeah. Honestly, that <laughs> has to be so true. 
I yeah. mean, not even not even just the coffee. Like coffee brings people together. I mean, True. but like sitting down and talking, no one will do that anymore. No, you, it's, it's unheard you know, of now. It's like you want to know the one thing that I notice people do all the time: it's raising our voices. It's our it's true. our screaming and getting mm-hmm. upset. It's and who can get the most talking points out. Like, whether exactly. it's from Fox News or CNN, it's like, I need to get my talking point in. Exactly. Yeah. And no one really is willing to sit down and be like, you know what? I don't agree with you, but let's find out why I don't agree with you. Exactly. And then at the end, even if they still don't, they're, they're like, no one's willing to just be like, okay, I don't agree, really, mm-hmm. but I'm going to walk away respecting the fact that you agree with, or respecting that that is your opinion, mm-hmm. I'm going to take my opinion and go the other way. Mm-hmm. I mean, getting caught up in foolishness and foolish talk, I mean... Like just it, yelling matches. Yeah. It's, there's it's, no point. No, it's, it's yeah. it fuels hatred. It fuels anger. That's true. So yeah, like, when Jesus was, was living here on earth, uh, he would look at people and they would try and test him and he'd be like, you're a fool for asking me this. You're a fool yeah. for saying this. And it's like, wait, how, like, how could, you know, God call someone a fool? And you really think about it, well, whoa. That, I think when, when you think about today's world, we're not willing to be told we're wrong. Yeah. We don't want to hear that. It's like some people take it, like, personally, where it's like, you know, it's like, oh, we, we're going to talk about this, like, hot political take whatever's on right now, you know? And it's yeah. like, people see that and they take it personally, like, oh, you disagree with my ideology, you're attacking me. Exactly. And it's like... No, they're not. See, I am one of the people that has been voter-shamed pretty hard Mm. recently, given that I was a Bernie voter in this past primary, and now I'm totally abstaining from the Democratic Party. Like, I'm not going to vote for Joe Biden, and I'm not going to vote for Trump. Like, my my plan is to go green for uh, Howie Hawkins, like he's the third-party candidate, and I get told, oh, you're throwing away your vote and all this stuff. And it's like, you know, I'm not voting for gr- the Green Party expecting them to win. Like, no. I, I do not have that mindset at all. Like, oh, they could maybe do it. Like, no. 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 They're I'm going to be realistic. <laughs> They're not going to do it. But if they get to 5%, they are recognized by the Federal Election Committee. They can get federal funding. They can be included in the debates, and they'll be a recognized party. You know? And I'm doing that because, not because I, I mean, yeah, I'd like him if he could win. But he's not going to win. So I just want to break the two-party system. You yeah. know, so my vote, I'm looking more in the future, like 2024, 2028. Like, I want to see more than just red and blue on the stage. Yeah. And some people, though, are like, oh, well, vote not voting for Biden is a vote for Trump. And, like, you know, the progressive end, like the Bernie end, that is most of them are not voting for Biden. Yeah. And we're getting, like hammered oh by, no i i but by, like like mainstream democrats who are gonna vote for joe biden and it's like well i'm not a clown like i'm not gonna vote vote blue no matter who no yeah like, two alleged rapists and we got a rapper who's mentally ill and i love kanye by the way i love yeah his music, I love him, but he's but the guy has mental illness is he running democratic independent it's too he's late independent? It's, it's too late too late yeah it's too late. He has to be an independent. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have to run twenty twenty four, in my opinion. He's not gonna win. No, he'll take a lot of votes from Trump, though. You think so? You think conservatives will vote for Kanye West? I think young conservatives, like who dislike Trump. 
Because mm-hmm. you kind of have the young conservatives. I would say like you have the young conservatives. Anti-Trump conservatives or whatever. Yeah, that kind of wing of the party. You have anti-Trump conservatives, but you also have right-minded conservatives. The ones who are like, okay, Trump's not God. He's he's just Trump. He's just, you know, he's just our president. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you have those, those conservatives who are actually going to look into it and prefer Kanye. I mean, a lot really? of... I think there's going to be Christian conservatives who vote for Kanye. I don't know if one Jesus is King album though gives him all that credibility. Like I know. Well, come what? On. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, hey, one I Christian would, album. I would not. I would not one. vote for Kanye. I would never okay, vote good. for Kanye. Good. I'm happy you're saying that. <laughs> Let me put that out there. I'm not saying that's me who would vote for Kanye. The oh. man is. He is. A, he is a bit crazy. He's a bit crazy. I'm glad he's Christian. I'm glad he's saved. Uh, but like slavery is a choice like there's so many things down the line that like he's just oh no it's no no you know it it wasn't (laughs) really i all honesty what i mean is just like there's gonna be the ones who don't do research and then they're just gonna go over like name recognition well trump got a lot of that too that trump did get all i mean cnn basically gave trump the election they didn't cover the, the DNC of... gave him the election because the DNC nominated Hillary. It's the same thing they're doing with Joe Biden. Yeah. They're expecting some centrist, if they would have put Bernie white Sanders, person to yeah. win. If they would have put Bernie Sanders up there, there would have been a better chance. I would. I don't think Bernie would have won. But really? I, I think yeah. he would have won personally. I don't think he would have won, but I think it would have been close. Because lot, it would have been a lot closer and a lot more respectable. I mean, he was the most. He is the most liked politician in the country. Yeah, because he's not like yeah. he, people know. Like you have people on the right who look at Bernie, and they're like, I wouldn't vote for him because I disagree with his policy. Yeah. But I don't think he's, he's a bad honest. Dude. No, he's... Like, they, they like him as a person, but they just disagree with him. Bro, like, he's the cutest little old dude character. ever. He's like a cute little old dude. Like... I love Bernie. Oh, Bernie's my man, dude. I, I mean, was so happy to vote for him, but when he... He dropped out because when of, he When he dropped out, my thought was, if he would have stayed in, would have won, um, in one of the primaries, it would have been Trump versus Bernie. It would have been one of the closest races we've had in a long time. I think he would have won. And I really think um, Bernie would have would have just like it would have been respectable. It would have been a respectable race. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm excited to see these debates, and not because I want to vote for Trump or Biden, but because, I'm excited to see how stupid. But Biden because is. Biden is going to stumble on his words or something, and Trump's going to be like, "Were you at Sleepy Joe?" And like, it's just going to be Sleepy Joe. Oh, it's going to be terrible. Get over. It's going to be terrible. Like yeah. he's going to get. He's gonna get annihilated, and oh. I think that there's. I think Trump's gonna win personally, but I think that there's some things that he's kind of screwing himself on. Oh yeah, like yeah, like we're in a global pandemic, we're in an economic depression, and Trump is going on rallies screaming about taking down Confederate statues, like taking down TikTok, like how terrible it is that rioters are tearing down statues of presidents who own slaves and stuff. It's like, that's the hill you're wanting to die on right now, dude. See, people I, can't pay the bills. Yeah. And you're worrying about the statues. Like, who cares? Yeah. Why do we care still about... the? First off, the Confederates were traitors and betrayed the Union and fought to keep slaves. So why are we still trying to, like, be like cool like with like the confederate flag and like that stuff the confederate flag doesn't i don't i don't get why people rock the confederate flag in my opinion like confederate was the south they betrayed the country yeah confederate like what 
It's the I biggest get, participation I, trophy like ever. I, oh God! <laughs> I, I think I think the people who rock these Confederate flags. I'm like, look, I get it. You're all go country, like, and I I understand that's what the Confederate flag to you means, but like, it, the, the, the Confederate flag. And in all honesty, it, the Confederate flag really wasn't created till kind of like after. Um, the whole Confederacy thing, so kind of it were our The Confederate flag now was the battle flag. Yeah, like, it was. Yeah, it, it wasn't it was, like their country's flag. No, it yeah. was. It was different. It was it's a like whole that. differency. But yeah. the, the, I mean, the thing is, like, I don't see why we should be pulling down these statues. It's dumb. It's our history. Let's keep mm-hmm. the statues up. Okay, maybe they were really. Yeah, I think let's keep statues up. But okay. I mean, I also think like, okay, I get it. You know. Maybe they own slaves, but you have to also look at, it's not normal now, but it was normal then. Does that make them a good person? No. Absolutely It still makes not. it wrong. still makes it wrong. Okay. And it doesn't normalize it at all. But what yeah. I'm saying is, if you grew up in that time, and from the time you were born, like, you didn't know anything about today's world, and you grew up then, you would have probably been okay with slavery. Unless you grew up in the North then you would have been completely, like, No, I abolished. understand the cultural differences with the time. Like, I'm not saying anything yeah. about... I'm not saying that they're, like, you know... I, I'm, I'm just saying, in my opinion, like, yeah, take the statues down, but with it being history, like, put it in a museum. Put it yeah. where a place where people can learn about it. Yeah. Not where you have... You have African Americans who live in these areas, and their tax dollars are paying to upkeep statues I agree. of known racists... Put it's it like no, okay, no. Put them in a museum. Put it where people can be educated and like learn about the history and yeah. how this was bad. Here's why this was wrong and why we've moved yeah. on. Like you let's, know, let's do, have do a museum, something like yeah, that. Something where we can see like here's the good they did. This is yeah. why there's a statue of them because they did this amazing stuff. But now then, oh, here's let's this, understand yeah. this is what they did do as a bad person. Doesn't make you know doesn't make what they did that was good any worse. But it's just you know let's learn from. This stupidity. Yeah, and I don't uh, think people on the left want to like erase history. Like I don't. No, I don't get I don't that. Think... Like the like Trump's like screaming the left wants to erase history. It's like I don't think that's the case. I just think the left kind of has the same mindset as I do that it's unfair that black people's tax dollars are upkeeping these statues. Yeah, where that's the way I look at it personally. Just because like, I understand. Yeah, it's just it just seems unfair to me. Like that's yeah. just the way I see it. I see it as like. I don't think we should take the statues down. If you want to put them in a museum, cool, put them in a museum. We can have a vote on that. Uh, but the whole, like, tearing them down, that's that's just ridiculous. I mean, tearing things down, tearing buildings down, all this stuff, it, to me, is ridiculous. Uh, I get it. People are angry. Completely get it. And I was talking to someone about this yesterday, and it was, okay, I understand. There, There's a bit of oppressment. There's not a bit. There's a good amount of people who are oppressed in our country especially for their skin color, um, it's still a curse day. It really does. But I think in a whole, um, we should be fighting for that, but also in this fight, including the biggest slave trade in the world. I mean, we are the biggest slave trade in the world now. Ever. With sex trafficking. Mm. And, I mean, people are still slaves in other countries because of their race. Like, it's... I was I was reading up on that and I, I like I, I cried. I was like, man, we're not even looking at other countries mm-hmm. anymore. Like we're just so eye set on what's going on here. 
Yeah. I think America has. We but are, that doesn't dismiss. No, though, that like does George not. Floyd and like the absolutely, actions of absolutely Garrett does Chabon. not dismiss yeah, yeah. any of this. You're just saying we need to also look at the bigger picture. Yeah, like I with, think we're yeah. so eyes focused on this one thing, and it's mm-hmm. like, hold on, we could literally unite the whole world through this one thing, mm-hmm. agreeing that the murder of George Floyd was unjustice, the, the murdering of. Um, of, of all these other African Americans who were murdered for wrong reasons, completely wrong reasons, and mm-hmm. then you know murderings of of you know black on white, black on black, white on white, whatever it may be, murder yeah. in general, like all it's of it. wrong. It's completely wrong, yeah. and we need to maybe get a sense of okay, let's take that. Start changing that, but let's mm-hmm. use that uprise and this unity to change things to also change and take down things like the sex trafficking, like the drug I mean, trade. Yeah, like, I mean, we live in Ohio, you know, and Toledo, which is one, like of the worst. one of the northern points in Ohio, like that is the sex trafficking like capital. Yeah, like it's of like America because it goes straight to Canada. And trucks just go through there, go straight, straight to Canada. up to Canada, and they and, can get out of Canada easily. Yeah, and it's like, I think it's like one-fourth of semi-trucks that go through Dayton and go through Toledo are Half carrying people. people. Yeah, and like, and that's scary. Yeah. Like, you're driving next, like, think about and that. I drive next. in Dayton a lot. Oh, me too. Yeah, so I like, travel, like, yeah. this last month, I've traveled to Kentucky, to Canton, to, like, mm-hmm. Alabama. Like, yeah, I drive a lot, too. And like, There's no way I haven't passed a truck with people in it, and it's and it's scary to think of. Like genuinely put us put aside put aside political stuff like really there's been there's been enough BLM talk there's been enough what's happened recently you know tearing down statues opinions being given aside from all of that you know everyone can have their opinions on that like really when you think about this whole like like the 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 sex trafficking that's going on I mean man that's scary mm-hmm. like and it's not just happening to one racial group one mm-hmm. sexual group it's it's happening to everyone to ever i mean white black hispanic um christian muslim jewish like kids adults yeah i mean i think it's a big problem obviously and like it's something that we need to do something about and like i just think there's not been enough like light shed on it you know because no. like i've been hearing about this stuff like for the past few years like since i was like started high school yeah you know and I'm graduated now, and I'm still hearing about this. And, like, I don't know why there's nothing really that's been done about it. And really? Like, there's. It's like... The way I see it is, I mean, Christians are hopping on this bandwagon of, like, all right, let's help. Let's help make everyone equal. And it's like, okay, good. Yes, let's have everyone be Everyone equal. can get behind that. Yeah, everyone yeah. can 100% get behind that. Uh, what about the fact that... Um, you know, we kind of also have this whole entire um, business being ran, like, underground. Like, it's so much, it's darker than what we think. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, recently I've kind of fallen out of getting into politics because I'm just like, you know what, I'm going to just read the word. I'm going to uh, continue to grow my faith. But at the same time, I'm applying my faith into my politics now and trying to think, like, okay. Okay, how would Jesus think? How would Jesus think about this? And recently, I've identified less with conservative views 
and more with just being pro people. Being yeah, yeah. like pro people that's being what, independent. That's, that's what New Jesus was about. Exactly, yeah. and that's kind of what I'm for now. I mean, I'm less of conservative. I'm not. And for for note for for those who are watching, I'm not like a, a Trumpy like Trump is king. He's God. Like absolutely not, not at all. Um, I'm just saying now compared to what my views were like even a couple months ago, I would say I I I, I just identify as pro people really. I identify as okay. What Jesus did was was what I'm gonna do as well. I'm gonna try and help those who are oppressed. I'm gonna try and mm-hmm. stand up for those who don't have a voice. I'm gonna try and make sure everyone knows how to become stronger. Yeah. No, I got you. And like, yeah, no. I mean, Jesus was. I mean, Jesus is an interesting one because it's like he's in every major religion in some way, shape, or form. You know, yeah. So, like, looking at whether it's like the personality of Jesus or, you know, how he was on Earth, like, it's very interesting to look into. And like, um, back to what we were saying earlier about Jesus being socialist. It yeah. was like one of the things was when he. <laughs> this was an interesting. This is when I was I read. Um, he went to the the market because they were selling on the Sabbath. He got yeah. all pissed off and started flipping tables and, like, yelling <laughs> at them. And I was like, imagine, I, I'd love to be, you know, just a fly on the wall when that happened. Because yeah. I would want to know what he was saying. What was he yelling at them? Because the Bible says that he was, like, yelling at them. Yeah. What was he saying? Like, it's just, like, interesting to kind of think about, like, how yeah. Jesus was with his time on Earth, you know? It really, it really is, like, interesting. Because we get, we have a, a documented, uh, it's a really interesting topic um and before we jump on this topic just to you know end those other two topics oh yeah yeah um we're jumping around we are jumping around a lot yeah yeah. uh real quick to put this into order um we are not gonna talk about the blm or the um riots there's no reason to oh let's talk about enough there's no reason to well don't do that there's reason to. Oh, no, I just mean, like, I mean, you, you don't want to talk about it. Yeah, just, just, I think it's talked about enough. Okay. I feel like, I think it's talked about enough by other people gotcha. who are more, gotcha. um, much more informed on it. Okay. I, I have friends like, uh, Francis Garrett Pryor, uh, he is so informed on all this, and that's someone that I would talk to about that, but I'm not at all, like, okay. I'm more informed on, like, the whole sex trafficking thing, because, like, of mm-hmm. our Boys 2 movement, that... Uh, Garrett Pryor started, and then I hopped on the train with that, him and Elijah Lamb. Um, all about the fact that, like, oh, like, you know, boys are also, like, boys struggle with being raped. Boys struggle with also being sex mm-hmm. trafficked. It's not just girls. Like, yeah. like, I think it's good to shine the light. And not, I think what we're doing is, like, shine the light. Like, yes, boy, it happens to boys, too. Mm-hmm. But also, when you look at the bigger picture, that means that it's happening to everyone. everyone. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, the just like a lot of stuff going on with like and yeah we don't have to talk about yeah george floyd by the way no I no no to, i didn't want to i didn't mean to come no up you're good yeah, you're good i, I don't come across, i don't mind i was just me i just we're just talking you don't I'm, want to talk about it. no we we're just talking but i just yeah with just that other. um um what was it with the me too movement it's like it started off like i mean i think it still has it's good yeah you know like holding powerful people accountable but like just the constant like 
just like the cancel culture and I don't know if this correlates with me too but like it's just like there's so much with it now and it's like I want to believe everyone but I don't know who to believe when it comes to like whether it's me too or cancel culture and like there's all this stuff going on on YouTube with like Shane Dawson and you know Jeffree Star who looks scary um Dude, he scares me. He looks scary. Wait, he was Jeffrey Stars. That one. He's the he's the makeup guy. Oh yeah, the the one makeup guy. I'm thinking about the skinny one. Uh, um, the um, like rip like not as like he's just skinny. Like he's like really tall and skinny. Um, James Charles. No. We're talking about the cosmetic boys of YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Oh man, this went um, a lot. But yeah, this, there's just this... but there's so much going on with me too, and it's just like I want to believe everyone, and like I want. Oh, no, it's like I a understand. movement I want to get behind, but like it's just difficult. The when, problem like, is, I it's find led out by about people. people lying. Oh, it's led by people. That's why, because all in society, everybody lies and says a bunch of things so that the the cameras can point at them. Like, no one, and everyone's so worried about, how can I be known? Yeah. When in reality, and what we really need to be doing, which I understand not everyone's Christian, but in reality of what we should be doing, especially as Christians, is how can Jesus be heard? Yeah. Because when he's heard, it's love. Whether people agree with it or disagree with it, it's love. Mm-hmm. He comes out of love and walks in love. Um, and I mean, like, the whole Me Too movement, the, like, Me Too, that in and of itself is like, oh, I struggle with this too, or this happened well, to me to too. With, with like, 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 um, like rape and like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. I get that. But I'm talking about like the people who are, not, not the people who are raped. That I get behind. That's, yeah. that's something I'm talking about that's the Me different. Too's who are like, well, they struggle with like, like something is small. I'm saying like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of an example, like, I don't know, but, like, some weirdo people will be like, oh, they struggle, well, what about my recognition is kind of what has started to happen. Like, what Me Too is supposed to be is, like, holding powerful people accountable. Yeah. Yeah. Holding the accountability. And that's something I'm totally behind. It's Me just, too. like, when I hear about people, it's, like, when I hear that stuff's getting proven about people, this is what I mean when I'm, like, when I'm, like, having a hard time being with me too all the time because mm-hmm. like like it was me too that took down Jeffrey Epstein you yeah. know like there's like and he you know when it what we were talking about like sex trafficking that's what he was doing for years Dude, and me uh... too and me too is one of the reasons he got taken down so like you know me too has done some great things on that and holding powerful people accountable and you know taking powerful people I mean Jeffrey Epstein's dead so like I mean, it did something. Yeah, it did something. <laughs> but like, with like, like you know, setting like Jeffrey Epstein and stuff like that aside, you know, I mean, like there was there was this col there was this college football star, mm. and he got drunk at a party, mm. and he had sex with a girl. Yeah, and they were both drunk. They both consented, mm. and then I don't know where she r- rape allegationed him. And he got me too'd by her. He got kicked out of the college, lost any chances of going bigger with like football and like everything. And then it got proven innocent. And like then, but his life was still ruined. Like the damage was done. And like I'm still seeing stuff like about 
how like the, you'll have guys that go to prison literally for years and then it gets found out that they're innocent Mm-hmm. Like after a rape allegation, like why are they going you know? before it's proven? Yeah, and like there's stuff like that that I see, and it's like, okay, yeah, Me Too may have, Me Too is doing great things, like Jeffrey Epstein, for example, taking him down, but that's also ruining that dude's life. And like, but I've seen people in Me Too who have actually been assaulted and have actually yeah. been through these things, and they hate it. Like, yeah. they're not being like, oh, believe everything you hear. Like, they're like, hey, they're making us look bad, but mm-hmm. this is what we are. No, you what, know? what, that's the so, thing with like, everything. Yeah. And, and like I said, I'm not going to talk about, but I mean, for, it's like BLM, like, you know, movement is for to help everyone be equal, mm-hmm. especially, you know, black people to white people. And with me too, it's like for everyone to, to understand that there is not just one group who deals or one person who deals with, like, for instance, rape. Like, it's to be like, oh, it happens to me, too. Just give everyone that sense of, like, you're not alone. Like, I also struggle with it. Mm-hmm. But you always have those people who are going to take complete advantage of it. And these people who are going to take advantage of every single movement and try and bring light on themselves, every single movement, and they're going to try and make it an uprise and have all these people yeah. fighting and all these people outlashing hatred and anger. Yeah. And it's like... So it's not like every, not everyone in Me Too is lying. No. Not everyone in BLM wants to... Destroy the country. Kill cops and like, no, shit. Not, like, no, no. <laughs> like that, like, yeah. Not everyone in BLM wants that. No. I know that. Yeah, in fact, no, I've, I mean, I've met so many people in it, and they're all just, like, super chill. They're like, oh, yeah, we just... There's one quality, dude. Yeah, no, that's I, all I know, we want. I know, I'm like, I totally people, agree with that. Yeah, I know a few people in BLM, and they're like, you know, and they know that I'm more, you know, liberal, and like, I'm already inclined, like, mm-hmm. on their side, like, agreeing with them because I'm more progressive, and like, most progressives are pretty like pro yeah. BLM, including myself. Yeah, and like, they know that. So, in there, but then I've seen other people in BLM that are like, you know, they they don't want white people at all, like, helping them out. Like, yeah. like, people I know in BLM are like, yeah, no, just, we want everyone's help to yeah. understand that this is a problem, that black people are being, you know, unproportionately killed by police, and, like, things are, this is not good, this is a problem, and, hey, if white people can help us, if Mexican people, if, like, any race, if yeah. any of these people can Friggin help us spread the Smurfs. message. If the Smurfs can yeah, help, like. If anyone can spread the message that black lives matter, they're fine with it. But then I've also seen you know people in blm where it's like you know it's like fuck all white people like we just like it's just us like us against you and it's like and you have people in like the like hierarchy of blm that are like that's not what we are we're Mm -hmm. for everyone and we just want your help yeah but then you have the more radical end like in the same sense not every not every trump supporter is a nazi no, you know it's like it's like there's all these different not every not every liberal is a like it's like the stereotype. Social justice yeah. warrior. Yeah, it's not a social justice warrior, blue-haired college you know, kid. Yeah, no, yeah. like, most liberals that I've met are just chill. Like, I've met so many liberals who are just like, you can't even really tell they're liberal. Yeah. liberal. But, like, you obviously have the people who stand out. Mm-hmm. And those are the social norms, and the social norms are the conservatives. You have the hick, hick Bailey's from down in Texas. and Yeah. The city kids from... Social justice warriors and you know the hicks are like you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's there's stereotypes for all that stuff and like, I don't know. I mean, I I've met so many people that are like pro like Bernie mm-hmm. and like 
Some of them look like Trump supporters. Oh yeah, no. Like where it's like like the stereotypes just dissolve, kind of thing. It's like and like that was one of the things I liked a lot about Bernie because it was like he was bringing everyone together. Oh yeah, you know he was bringing like he was bringing so much like to the table with everyone, and like he got a room full of Trump supporters in West Virginia to like applaud for him. Hmm? Like, yeah, because people respected him. I respected him. I respected most of the things he stood for. I, I mean, I, I respected who he was as a person. Um, I just, I really wish we could have someone who was a Christian. Like, a, a str- like I know Trump's a Christian. I think he's actually Catholic. Trump? Um, yeah, I think he's Catholic. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I've heard I, him. I think he's I've Catholic heard, because he's older. A I've lot of those older dudes about, are. I've heard him say that, like, before, like, when he was just, you know, very famous civilian, like, before president, he, like, was saying, like, how he like wasn't very religious and stuff and like personally i think it's all fake if he's talking about being religious Mm -hmm. that's what i think because i think when he started running as in a republican primary you have to talk about like jesus to just get the evangel because most of america is christian and most of those christians are conservative so i I think it's not for me to judge if he has a relationship with god then that's incredible i really hope he does yeah um it's not for me to judge. I think just the thing is, you know. I hope he's Christian. I really hope. <laughs> Are you trying not to judge him? Yeah. I like I, I try not to judge anyone. No, I and gotcha. I really hope he's a Christian. Yeah. Like, I really hope he has a relationship with God and that's that's why I hope for basically everyone. It's like, man, I just hope you have a relationship with God. If you don't, then well uh I hope, I hope you eventually do. Yeah. Like. So I feel like this is a good segue into um, about being a good Christian and being a good American. American. And like, what's the, you know? Yeah, I difference. think being a good Christian comes with this. Is, I mean, you really have to to also think, good bad Christian. Like, I don't really see those. I just see Christian, like. I see it as if you call yourself a Christian, but you don't actually, you know, care out your relationship with God, then that's just, you can slap your, you can slap the name on and be like, I'm a Christian, but, I mean, here's a hard truth is, is, I think people do this all the time is, you know, they go and profess the name of God, say like, oh, I'm a Christian, I go to church, but are you really working on your relationship with God? Yeah. Hard truth is like, do you really want to hear that you're going to have to move and give up things in your life in order to grow and strengthen that relationship with mm-hmm. God. You know, I'm not saying you have to be perfect. Absolutely not. I'm not perfect yeah. whatsoever. I sin daily. But uh, you can't just... You can't really just sit around and do that. Yeah. That's not... That's not... That's not a Christian. Yeah, you know, a Christian is someone who has that relationship with God and wants to yeah. strengthen it. But being a good Christian compared to being a good American is is really a good American. I think is someone who just honors the country. Yeah, honors the country, and because one of the things I looked at was like where one of the things I heard it. This was like something we talked about at school, um, and it was like about how if you're going to be a good American and like you have kind of the people who. Um, I'm gonna have to check on that. But who try to be good Americans, you know? Yeah. But like, it contradicts 
certain things in the Bible. Yeah. You know, whether it's like Jesus was a pacifist, but let's say you want to be a good American and you want to be super patriotic and like support what the country's doing, then Jesus being like a pacifist turned the other cheek. Oh, you hit me? Oh, here's my other cheek. Hit me again. Mm. Like he was that much of a pacifist. So yeah. if you want to be patriotic and support the country and like, you know, like America, like all America, like then can you support, you know, bombing eight countries in the Middle East mm-hmm. that didn't attack us and then be a Christian where it's like you our savior is a pacifist. Yeah. You know, like there's some contradictions, you know, that kind of go on. And that's what kind of what makes me more of like I'm a rare one, you know, I'm one of the more like liberal progressives, but like I'm also a Christian, mm-hmm. which you don't find a lot of those. No. You know, but the way I see it what is Jesus was a pacifist, so in my opinion, military should only be for defense. We shouldn't be offensively attacking countries in the Middle East, Mm. you know? And I don't... See, you said you like to use your, like, your faith. Like, you like to mix it with, like, Mm. how you see politics. I'm the opposite. I like to keep, like, separate. Separated? Yeah. Yeah. Because the way I see it is... um, I'm going to keep talking, by the way. I'm going to look at that. But just keep looking forward. Mm. So, like, I'm still here, you know? But, yeah. So, with... um, like separation of church and state that's the reason i'm able to like practice christianity freely so i think okay well any muslim atheist even like jew whatever you are you should be able to have the same as me and they do have the same freedoms as me because we have freedom of religion Mm -hmm. so first right yeah. yeah so the way i see it is like you know um i don't want to mix my religion with my politics because then that can lead to suppressing people's like freedoms you know what Mm. i mean and that's the last thing i would want to do when it comes to like the first amendment especially because like it's the reason i can believe what i believe and have no trouble about it so Mm. they should too you know what i mean like it's more like an equality thing for me Mm. see i i the reason i combine my faith is because You're good. <laughs> the reason I um, combine my faith with my politics is just for the the reason of, I mean, simply, I think everything I do should be in, should be modeling what Jesus did, including mm-hmm. my politics, including the way I live. So if I, for say I'm working in like a paper company, you know. I'm in a big office in New York City or whatever, and you know you got all these people. Or let's do this. Let's let's say I'm working with the stock. I'm like a stockbroker. Uh, I'm helping everyone. You know I'm doing this daily. But can the people around me tell that I'm a Christian? If not, then okay, maybe I need to include more of that faith based into it. But I think when you really look at it, well, Jesus when he thought about it, everything every single time someone tried to talk to him about. Um, politics, like for instance, Caesar, mm-hmm. um, in that situation when the Pharisees came up to him and they were like, "Oh, um, you know, should we should we pay taxes to Caesar?" And he was like, "Well, Caesar's face on the coins, yes. Well, then give back to Caesar what is his." And it's like, okay, well, Christians should be included in politics. Um, I really do think our faith, 
makes us need to be in, in politics. Because Jesus didn't make any endorsements of any kind, but he was active. He was very he, he was very active in yeah. politics, actually. Yeah. When it comes to it, he, really what he said is, look, the world's going to hate you, but you're going to be different from the world. You need to be different from the world if you're going to be a Christian. We're, we're so different from the world. He sets so many examples of so many people come up to him, like the woman of the well. They came straight to him. The woman with the perfume, they came to him first. Asked to talk to him first and worship him first before he came to anyone else. Simply because of the way he lived. And the way he lived is exactly why, you know, everyone was so attracted or attractively unattracted to him. If that makes sense. Like the Pharisees. Yeah, like the Pharisees. And point being is he was so, I'm for women's rights. I'm for equality. I'm for serving who you need to serve. He wasn't for slavery. That That's a big misunderstatement. misunderstatement. You mean when people say slavery is in the Bible? Well, yeah. That's more Old Testament. That's more Old Testament. Yeah. And even yeah. in New Testament, when it says, you know, you need to serve your master, that, simply, that when you look at slavery back then, that was completely different. You were a slave because you owed a debt to someone. Yeah. I mean, honestly, back then, slavery yeah, was a choice. I think I think taking the Bible literally is something a lot of Christians do poorly now. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I think when they take the Bible, like, so literally, it's like, okay. Well, it's not about... I don't look think it's at about the, being... Look at the cultural differences back yeah, then. Yeah, it's cultural and then, literacy. Like, and, like, you're not... You're not you're not going to take everything in the Bible literally. No. Because there's I so think... many, like, when that, that's 2,000 years ago. Yeah. Like, we, you can't compare that to now. Dude, I mean, you know. Slavery like, back then was a choice. Like, it, it was your choice to go and owe debt to someone. It was because, yeah. It was, yeah, that, 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 that's a different It's different slavery. than, like, the African American The African American slavery yeah, and that's... slave trade was, like, you know, people were bringing them over from Africa. Yeah, and selling humans for free labor like yeah. that was that was that that yeah. was not a choice when in that the bible was it was more yeah well in the bible was oh you goofed you you messed up and you owe them a debt yeah. so you need to go work for them work that out or they did buy people and which was which was commonly i saw that in genesis uh in genesis today someone would like buy someone but it wasn't it was different very See, very different See, I the Old Testament is something I choose to kind of disregard, in a way. Yeah, no, I mean, no, I'll explain it. Like, yeah. it's it's because the way I see it is like I think that, and this isn't just because I'm like all like liberal and progressive, and yeah. it's like oh Jesus is the same way, man. Like, it's not because I'm like that. It's because Jesus came and basically wiped that away. He was like, all right, this is the New Testament. This is, like, what we're going by now, you know? So I think looking at the Old Testament, it's like, okay, if we're going to look at one thing for morals in the Old Testament, then we got to look at everything. Like, I don't believe in cherry picking. So, like, there's some stuff in there about, like, you know, if um, if a woman gets raped, you know, she has to marry the rapist. That's interesting. That so you know, There's what? that verse. There's things about how, you know, if a woman is on her period she has to sleep outside like there's like so there's the like, rape there's thing, so many I, things i read about like, that so i just choose to kind of disregard the old testament completely because jesus came and rewrote and he came and said all right this is i'm back on earth so right, i'm god this is what this is what it is now you know and changed a lot a lot changed between yeah. the old testament and the new testament interesting to bring up that though is 
is that if a woman's raped, she has to marry their husband, or marry that guy and become their, their, their wife. Uh, interesting to note is um, that's proof that God was pro-women. He's pro-equality for everyone because it, it was it was not just, oh, you're raped? Well, you blind him. That's not really... How it was was, okay, so male provides for the woman, right? So that's how... That, that was really how it was looked back. Then it really wasn't like in love it was very different than how our in love was back then it was like male marries woman male takes care of woman well if the guy it had said if the guy uh, uh raped one i forget it was like the exact wording but if he rapes the woman then basically the dad like is going to come to him and be like look you're going to marry her and take care of her you're going to pay for things for her you are going to absolutely yeah. serve her for the rest of your life yeah i can understand looking at it in that way but like no i understand but still it's just it's it's, it's it seems weird to us yeah. but back then in that kind of culture i mean really if the woman got raped so it's another cultural difference it's another cultural saying. difference yeah if if he really like if yeah. he does that that is when okay now like that is now you owe your whole life to her and that's not like the woman was in heaven that's like look dude you owe your entire life to her now your life is for her mm-hmm. like you did that one thing and and now you have to serve her for the rest of life so and, that's what it was yeah okay. because women were treated so poorly yeah, back then but it i was, can understand how like looking at it in today's culture looking like, at today's culture you really like, like a big like like turn off yeah like, but in to today's people. culture a woman can provide for herself yeah a hundred percent i mean it wasn't Women could provide for themselves, and that's what Jesus came and was completely like. Um, what what was this story? I forget the exact story. Um, There's a story of a um, a certain um, family line, and when a woman was gonna get the father's uh, inheritance, and she would inherit things from the father and be able to take care of herself, and that was a new thing in that culture that. That God brought down, and it was like, wait, what? The woman, women, never ever got that inheritance ever. They were, they were supposed to basically get nothing, and they That's were. Tra- it was in the United States for a while. Yeah. Too. yeah, and then it became this thing where, oh, women do get inheritance. Like, you know, some were beginning to get it. Some were beginning to be able to take care of themselves. Um, and then, obviously, America opened up. And like you explained, the thing with America, early America, Catholics, the Roman Catholics came over. Those were the original. They weren't Christian. They were really Catholic, really. I mean, more so. Um, some of them were evangelistic uh, Christians. Like Christopher Columbus, I think he was pretty much an evangelic, evangelic old Christian. I don't think he was Catholic. Uh, I'm not exactly sure on it. It wasn't like pre-America, like with like the Salem Rich Trials and yeah. all that. Yeah, like... Yeah, the Salem yeah. Witch Trials, and yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. We were basically a theocracy for, for a while. The 1400s, yeah. yeah when that you was had a, bad. That was, oh, that dude. Was I mean, really, you can talk about all this stuff and be like, holy well, crap. That's why I'm so, like, like, so, like, blunt about separation of church and state. Because Oh, like, we 100% of separation stuff. of church and state for the reason of that stuff, man. I do not want us being christian theocracy a muslim theocracy a jewish nothing i wouldn't i want our government to be secular and as a christian 
that's not like well no because, the well, thing well, is the I, government represents but the I, whole I went country. to Christian high school for all of high, for all of school so like I had to deal with people that were like America's a Christian nation and all this stuff and it's like we're not yeah we're not we're secular and like I got attacked yeah for I saying mean, those things the, the reason tr- separation like, of church and state is so important is because it says in the Bible not to judge mm-hmm. it says not to judge those who are not non-believers and that's exactly where that is in I mean that separation of church and state is, is so important because not everyone's going to be Christian God gives them that choice to whether follow him or not to follow him mm-hmm. and if they don't want to follow him then well that's their choice which they make mm-hmm. and if they want don't want to follow him then you know yeah they can live that way uh, some people act like well I'm also speaking from coming from you know a Christian school going I mean I just graduated so coming mm-hmm. out of a Christian school and you know being with people who are very close-minded and don't really think for themselves and like they just kind of go based off what their parents tell them you know coming from that community the a, a few people like to act like it me being more on the progressive end or me voting democrat or mm-hmm. something like that they they like to act like those things affect my faith yeah and like oh you can't be a christian and vote for bernie he like he he's he's pro-choice how could you do that as a christian and like my reasons for voting for like see abortion is not one of the issues not one of my top issues personally Mm -hmm. but i had other issues that were more on the top for me like medicare for all yeah you know like i'm very pro medicare for all Mm. um and that was one of the main reasons I voted for him. I voted for him because his campaign finance stuff and, like, how he was, like, grassroots campaign. He didn't have – because, like, in my opinion, you follow the money, and that's who they're going to serve. Mm-hmm. But you follow the money with Bernie, and it's just Americans that are just donating to him. You know, so I had my reasons to like him and vote for him. I liked his policy. I liked his policy ideas. I liked what he was saying. But they like to be like, oh, well, oh, you're a Christian, but you're not conservative. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. I, I, there's I know a, so there's, many. There's a lot of things that I think that are out of line mm-hmm. to the mainstream Christian mindset. The, the problem with the mainstream like, Christian I, mindset today is yeah. no one wants to read their Bible. No one wants to read it anymore. We're listening to pastors preach. And if you listen to, for instance, you say a Mosaic pastor. And this is not picking on Mosaic. Mosaic is very liberal. You're going to have very liberal beliefs, Christian liberal beliefs. You listen to... Um, someone like Stephen Furtick, you're going to be more in the middle. Uh, you listen to someone like um, Paul Washer. Are these all famous pastors? Yeah. I, I, you listen I, to Paul Washer. I'm not aware. I'm, uh, Stephen Furtick is Elevation Church. Okay. Are these like all like mega churches? Mm-hmm. Okay. You, now, Paul Washer, if you listen to him, a lot of people listen to him are mega ultra like conservative. Yeah. Uh, which is something I've realized like a lot of my conservative friends it's are. It's just gotten really political. It has. Like, and, and and the point is, read your bible yeah like read it because when it comes to the christian faith if you don't read it you're gonna go by what a lot of these things go by which is the main rules you know people say like oh i know homosexuality is a sin oh i know i shouldn't have sex before marriage oh i you know um they just like check off boxes yeah check off boxes it's like no the bible isn't like okay here's what you shouldn't do Mm -hmm. here's what you should do here's how you live now the bible is here's the history context gay marriage is one that i got crap for too because i said i supported gay marriage yeah and it was like oh how dare you and like all this stuff i think it should be legal yeah and i was like it was we we took this class called current social problems Mm -hmm. 
and obviously I loved it. <laughs> you, <laughs> dude, said so the big problem that people didn't misunderstand is when it comes to separation of church and state, they pick and choose with everything they exactly. Choose. When it comes like, to separation wanna, of church and state, you cannot judge. They wanna, they want, they don't. Wait, ugh, okay, I need a. I just had a brain aneurysm. They want, they don't want the government telling churches that they have to do gay weddings, but they don't want gay marriage to be legal. It's like, pick a side. Are you for separation of church and state or not? Because it goes into not just the government controlling churches, but the church controlling government. And Either or, I if see the church, it as, if yeah. we're going to be the freest country in the world, like we pride ourselves to be, we're really going to care about what someone does in their private time mm-hmm. with whatever partner they choose. This is America, all right? We're supposed to be like the freest Right, but we want to tell people where they can put their private parts. Like, it's like if, come if a church on. doesn't want, I, like, if a church so... does not want to marry two dudes, I say be consistent. If it, it, with separation of church and state, it's like okay, if you don't want the church controlling government, you know, and this is there's people on the left who are inconsistent on this because mm-hmm. they want the church not controlling government, but they're okay with the government telling the church what to mm-hmm. do. It's like be consistent, okay? If you don't want the church telling the government what to do the government can't tell the church what to do it's as simple as that mm-hmm. you know and that's how it's laid out in the constitution too like no both entities cannot do anything intertwining with each other whether it's the church controlling the government or the government controlling the church you know and the way i see gay marriage is it has nothing to do with my because like i said i keep my religious views mostly private mm-hmm. and my political beliefs just totally separate you know so like the way I see gay marriage is freedom. Mm-hmm. I see it as like I let see people this. do what they want. I like, see it as this. Look, we, if the church sh- doesn't, if the church does not want to marry two dudes, then don't marry two dudes. I mean, they can get married anywhere. I mean, you can you can have an any ordained person marry them. Really, I mean, in all honesty. So you're you saying it's like the pastor's decision? Yeah, it's the pastor's decision. I mean, uh, um, whether I disagree, what well, you know, I obviously think homosexuality is a sin. But if you're not a Christian, and you, you've heard that, like, if I've told you about the gospel, like, I, I've, I've explained it to you, I've preached it to you, I've, I've shared my love with you, mm-hmm. I've shared the love of Christ with you, not my love, obviously, but, like, if you don't, if you're not a Christian, and you choose that, then you can, you can be that, like, you can, yeah, 100% openly yeah, be mean, that, it's the like, way, the way I, like, so, with, the only thing that that kind of runs into with my personal opinions, though, is, yeah, I don't want I don't want government church, church government. I don't mm-hmm. want any of those entities telling each other what to do. But at the same time, I'm, I look at things that I'm also for, like anti-discrimination laws. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can see where people are coming from mm-hmm. when they want to tell the churches, like, okay, you have to do this wedding. You know, for a gay couple, because what if they, oh, well, because to me, it's the same thing as them being like, oh, I'm going to turn away this couple because it's a black person and a white person, or oh, I'm going to turn away this black couple because they're black. Like, it's the same thing as racial discrimination being homophobic. Like, I think it's the same thing, Mm. you know? So I don't think that, yeah, I'm totally for separation of church and state, but, and this may be inconsistent of me. I don't want people being discriminated. I don't want, you know, homophobia to just get a pass because it's oh, yeah. a sin. 
you know, where it's like, no, obviously it's you like, should not oh, be it's like, oh, I, I, I'm going to discriminate against you because, you know, I don't want to do your wedding because you're gay. But then that also goes into murky waters when it's like, can you also turn down a biracial couple? Or, you know what I mean? It's like, it, it doesn't just expand with, you know, gay people. It also goes into, you know, race and other things. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, how far are we going to allow discrimination? And mm-hmm. I think it should be none. No, yeah, you no. Know. I mean, the, I hate it when people say, like, Christians are homophobic. No? I get how A that, lot of them could. A lot of them could be. Yeah. Could be. <laughs> I've met a lot of I met again, a, I'm probably biased coming from the private Christian school community yeah, just uh, leaving it. Yeah, my my thing is is we yeah. disagree. We think that it's a sin. We think homosexuality is a sin. But we think that because that's what the word says. It's not like we're like, oh, ah. it's yeah. like it's it's more like I know Christians who struggle with homosexual temptation, mm-hmm. and like they they're open they're open about it. Like I struggle with it. And it's like, you know, um, you just don't act on it. Like, I, you just don't, if you don't act on it, you're not openly like. Yeah, but I feel like that's. The, I think, but I think I, the one, I think I will say though to add, the one problem that I see a lot with Christians is they'll, they'll, they're all for the like, Gay, it's 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 a sin. It's a sin to be gay. But at the same time, they're never ever saying like, "Oh, by the way, sex before marriage for heterosexuals is also a sin." And that that more so gets committed. Do you think all sins are equal? This is a big one. This is a big one. This is a big one. It's a big one. But but I no. just but before we start though, I wanted to before we start on that because that's, yeah, uh, that's going to be a good one. This, but, we got so many conversations. Yeah, but but with to end off on you know christian and gay and being gay christian gay christians all that stuff yeah to end off on that i was just gonna say that i don't i kind of disagree with the whole like it's a sin just don't act on it like it's Mm -hmm. only a sin if you act on it because it's like then it's kind of just dismissive of maybe a christian who is struggling with Mm -hmm. you know homosexual tendencies and like where yeah they may think oh so God's okay with me feeling this way, but then God doesn't like me if I act like what I am. Mm-hmm. You know, so like I'm, I'm pretty for like, but then again, I'm a lot more lefty, you know, mm-hmm. than you are. So there's some differences. Yeah, there's, there's always gonna be yeah. differences. But like, the way I see it is, Jesus taught, "Come as you are." Mm-hmm. You know, what exactly. I mean? And I, I'm not really for the making the mindset to, you know, if you have a christian who is struggling with you know being homosexual i just say be who you are because jesus says come as you are and like Mm -hmm. you know i i just think that it could be dismissive to them being like oh of course just don't act on i don't because then it's like i don't want to come off and i'm not saying you were doing i'm not saying you were doing that i'm just saying how the way i kind of like look at that specific argument you know yeah i think one of the worst arguments is, and I, I just, I dislike it so much when people say, love the sin or hate the sin. Uh, that is such a, like, bro, you have to understand, like, someone who's not a Christian, like, they don't see that as sin. Yeah. They don't think it's wrong. You can't, like, when you say, hate the sin, love the sinner, you're just saying you hate them. <laughs> you're literally saying That's really you what hate it is. them. And, like, like you can't. And, and being like, 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 if you're a Christian, that's different. 
Yeah. Completely different. A Christian saying it to a Christian will understand it because it's like the circle, like exactly. circular logic that, that goes around. That is such a yeah. logical thing. But yeah. when you're saying it to a non-believer, you can't. You really can't say that. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, you hate them. That maybe is, you, maybe like, you don't hate it's them. It's like but the Christians that are. First off, Christians that are still against gay marriage when it's been legal for five years now, it's like, okay, get it over it. It should be legal. Get over it. it like, sh- that's the way I, I think. Like, I think it should be legal for the oh. pure fact of, like, there are people who are not Christian. Yeah. Just like, because why should my, why should, and here's the thing, I'm a Christian, and I don't really think being gay is wrong, so, like, there's that, right? But, like, looking at that, you know, but, like, let's say you have a Christian who does think homosexuality is wrong. Yeah. Why should their beliefs tell, let's say, a gay atheist couple... Why should their beliefs trump them just being gay and non-religious and just wanting to do what they like? They're both consenting adults, just See, wanting to live their lives. Like, I agree. Why in a way. should why yeah. should why should anyone's religious beliefs trump their both consenting decision that they want to get married? Yeah, you and I, I believe that I, the the only thing I disagree with is, you know, obviously, the, like I do think homosexuality is wrong, okay. not for the fact of like, ew. It's yeah. just purely if you know, I believe I my laws that I follow by are the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, obviously, saying in so many places like with Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed because of home, like what it was a whole town of homosexuality. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm just more, but then you know, I am more. You know, I I'm 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 more like okay, it's end. a sin. It's a sin to me. I think it's wrong. I don't think God intended for it. Mm-hmm. But if you are not Christian. And you have heard the gospel, and you choose, you full-heartedly choose not to follow Jesus. You're just like, you know what? That's not for me. That's not me. I, you do what you want. It's not that I don't care what you do, because obviously it breaks my heart to see people who don't have a relationship with God. You literally can do anything you want, though. Because mm-hmm. at that point, and, so, and I saw a video about this today, and it was, it is not, like, God creating hell is showing that he's not a monster. Because if he doesn't create hell, then we have absolutely no choice that, but to follow him. It, like, if he doesn't create hell, uh, if he doesn't create that tree with the apple in the middle with Adam and Eve, where's our free will? Mm-hmm. People would then start the argument of, oh, well, he's so control. He's not controlling at all. We have the choice. Hell is where God is not. And therefore, if you don't want to follow God, if you don't want to bow down, if, like none of that. You have that choice, and hell is where he is not. That that is a, a really harsh truth. No one wants to hear. That is his showing that he's not a monster. Breaks his heart to see his children not choose him. Absolutely breaks his heart. Breaks my heart. But you have a choice. Yeah. If you choose not to follow God, I'm yeah, not going to judge you more of a. Um... I wouldn't say. It's really hard to kind of take my views and, like, you know, kind of narrow them down. Because, mm-hmm. like, I do have some, like, disagreements with the Bible and some tendencies that would be more, like, yes, I'm Christian, but I have some certain ideas that are more naturalistic. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I'm a weird one. We've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. I, like, I'm like, like, I don't know. I'm kind of a mash of things. I see it as, and, I'll, and real quick before I move into that and move into the other topic is, yeah. you know, I think to end on that whole, the topic of homosexuality, I think we need to remember this. There's more heterosexual sin in the church than there is homosexual sin. 
And that's something people don't talk about. No one wants to talk about it. At all. Yeah. No one wants to talk about the fact that there's so much sex before marriage when it comes to heterosexual couples than there's homosexual couples. Mm-hmm. It's just truth. I mean, but we're not talking about it. No, we're not. We're not going to because no one wants to. Yeah, because well, because I mean, you got to pray the gay away. <laughs> oh, I hate that. God, because like I, I think, like you know, I do disagree with the whole. I disagree with you know being gay being wrong. I, I, I think it's totally fine. And but that's what I think, you know. Hmm. Um, but there's also like, you know, half these big mega church pastors are cheating on their wives and stuff and like they want to pray the gay away which i think personally you're born that way you can't help what you're attracted to because that's how you're born mm-hmm. you know um you're born struggling with other temptations and they're, and they're like and they and they want to pray the gay away and like you have mike pence who i think is a total idiot but he's like all you know for gay conversion therapy like like they think this is such a problem just pe- consenting adults just doing, living how they live. Yeah. Like, they think that's a problem, and these megachurch pastors call them out, but half these megachurch pastors are cheating on their wives, and it's just like... I've seen some. And it, oh, it's dropping their millions on millions of dollars in their non-taxed salaries on private jets, you know, and just that, like, so totally just... I remember uh, Kenneth Coleman. It's such a false teacher. You know who Kenneth Coleman is? No. Super false teacher. Super, super false teacher. They asked Is him. he a mega church pastor guy? He's a televangelist. Oh, no. <laughs> no. 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 I hate those guys. Um. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. One thing I dislike is mega churches. Like, as a whole. I, I know that may sound bad. I like certain mega churches. Like, it, it may sound bad to, like, instantly judge them and discriminate them, but, like, they're just. They're making bank on Jesus, and that's just wrong to me. I think it's so. You know? I don't and think like, it's wrong to make a lot of money. I think what it is is when they're making all this money and bringing all these people in. So here's the thing: if a church makes millions and billions a year, I don't have a problem with it. It's when they're teaching the prosperity gospel and making millions and billions a year. When they're teaching a false gospel okay. and te- and leading people to the wrong. I gospel. see where you're coming from. Now but it'd be different evangelists. Now let me tell you what's wrong with, with this <laughs> Kenneth Coleman dude. Kenneth Coleman was asked, you know, why, why won't you fly on a public, you know, commercial airline? He's like, tube full of demons, right? Is it him? Oh, I know who you're talking about then. I've seen he that goes, clip. He goes, now, honey, do you think a pastor like me should be in a commercial airline with people like that? She's like, people like that? What do you mean? He's like, now, don't get me wrong, honey. I love people. I love people. I never <laughs> said that I hate them. Um, he's like, but you know pastor needs to be in a certain space before he preaches uh, he cannot be in a space and she's like so you're saying they're sinners and he's like never say that never say i love people but you have to understand what i'm saying <laughs> i'm sitting there i'm like what you're saying is you don't want to be in a room full of sinners when you yourself are a sinner yeah, like come on it's like being in a tube full of demons yeah, and like, a tube full of and demons. Like, and he's like, like i never said that what is like fourth private jet like number four and like well the the show he said that on he was with like three other like old just like 90 year old mega church televangelists like they, they had their little squad you know like <laughs> he was sitting with them one of them's wearing a gucci shirt and he's like he's like eight he's like in his like 70s and he's a televangelist so wearing a gucci shirt i'm like okay why is this homeboy iced out right and he's it's supposed to be just like a pat and like he said 
he said, and this one makes me mad. Like, I got nothing against hype beasts. Right? If you want to wear Gucci, Supreme, Louis, yeah. whatever you want to spend your money on, that's your taste, mm-hmm. you know? So if this old guy has a taste for Gucci, like, I'm not going to hate on that. But, like, the reason they're all, they're all like, they have all, all this drip, you know? <laughs> and then right afterwards, they were talking about how um, they were justifying buying the private jet. And they were oh, like, and the justification is so bad. And too. he said, and he said, if G, and this dude's wearing a Gucci shirt, and he goes, if Jesus was riding around now, he wouldn't be riding no donkey. And I was like, dude, Commercial. the donkey was a sign of Jesus's humility. That was the point. And you're, it, it was like, <laughs> it, it, like, like, come on, you know, you can't justify the fact that you have four private four. jets. Like wearing a Gucci shirt, talking about Jesus look, not here's riding what I always a donkey. Think about this. If a pastor's closet, just their closet, shoes, whatever their favorite kind of thing is, clothes, shoes, um, cost more, even cars, even cars. Um, but cars is a different story because I understand cars are expensive. And like, if you, for instance, you know, you sell a book and it becomes a bestseller, and you want to buy, you know, you want to buy yourself like a Lamborghini, you sell a little bestseller. Yeah. You can buy yourself Lamborghini. Yeah. Like, what's wrong, what's wrong with that? But I'm saying, if someone's closet, entirety of their closet, um, let's just go with shoes. If their shoe game uh, costs more than how much they tithe to the church, then you got a problem. If someone is... So, like, these churches dropping money on private jets and being, like, you know... Oh, yeah. Not I, don't, putting I do more, not think pastors should have private So you're jets. saying if they're not... If they're... You're fine with them getting all that drip as long as they're also putting more, though, into yeah, the kingdom yeah. over yeah. their drip. Yeah. No, of course. Uh, I think the only time it is okay for a pastor to fly in a private jet is, for instance, say, like, you know, your friends, your friends with a celebrity. It's like, hey, you want to take a flight? It's like, oh, that's kind of cool. But you're saying pastors shouldn't be owning private no, jets. No, the only time a pastor should ever take a private jet is if they desperately need to get somewhere, like, like ASAP. Like they got a guy, the Hillsong guy, Hillsong oh, I... pastor. He's known as like the hipster pastor. Billy Houston. Oh, I know. I don't know he's his name. Hill, Hillsong, New York. Yeah, but no, he's been like. I actually made a video. It's on this channel. It's about um. There's you know Spencer Smith. Mm, maybe he's really conservative, more traditional, but he dropped this video about how like terrible Hillsong is, and like how much he hates them. But he, he like, went off on them, and I, I made a video about it, and I, like, kind of deconstructed it a little bit as a more, you know, progressive, you know, Christian. Christian yeah. So I, I kind of deconstructed it a little bit and talked about it, and um, I can send you the link when we're done. But yeah. um, anyway, we so I, I did that video, and I looked into it, and, like, he didn't like how the guy was, like, I don't think he owns a private jet. Not, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the Hillsong guy. I don't think yeah. he owns a private jet, but I think like he's like taking rides with Justin Bieber and like there was like videos of him at a bar and he was having a beer with Justin Bieber and he was talking like and this guy openly drinks alcohol with celebrities and claims to be Christian and like talked about that and like he's having a beer with Justin Bieber and it's like bro is this really what we're talking about right now it's a beer it's like why Come why on. do we have why do we have christians that are choosing these sucky hills like to die on when it's like earlier there's literally sex trafficking yeah. you know we have in ohio 
you know, we have a, a dumb governor who won't do crap about Dayton having a heroin crisis. He won't do anything. But he wants to he he, he wants to, he wants to keep weed illegal because it's bad. But we're not going to do anything about a literal opioid epidemic that turned into a heroin crisis in in Dayton. You know, mm-hmm. like there's there's problems in the state, and then you have Mike DeWine who is doing nothing. You know, and you have Christians not saying anything. They're talking about you know, oh we need to get rid of abortion or oh being gay is bad, and it's like, you know, I understand that majority of Christians are going to choose to be pro life mm-hmm. or anti gay. But when it comes down to it, there's things that are bigger than that right now. Like, in the way I see, in like, I'm, I'm, we did, we've talked about abortion, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you How, think? I'm, and, and I'm more. I'm. You're I'm, more. You think it should be illegal because you don't want people to do it. Black market. Black market. And yeah. I understand that. I think though. So I would be. I would be on the pro-choice end. Like, I guess you could say, if you look at me on the spectrum, you're on pro-life, but you would rather it be. You're like, gay marriage. Gay marriage, where it's like it's their choice. Separation. I'm just about freedom. freedom. That's my main thing. Like, legalize weed, decriminalize all other drugs. Like, that's my other thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I hold a lot of views that are not popular with Christians. Christians. Yeah. yeah. And, like, it's, it's not about me having, like, resentment for Christians or, you know, being like that. It's just more about just looking at the facts, mm-hmm. you know, outside of the Bible and looking at, you know, things like the Constitution and how does this affect Americans' everyday lives. Like, I look at things like that. Like... Bill and Steve getting married doesn't affect the Catholic household down yeah. the street. Like, it doesn't matter. They don't affect you. They're not hurting you. Or, no. you know, I understand that a lot of Christians are pro-life, but, like, that person getting that abortion, I'm sorry, but it doesn't affect you. It's about, it's between her and her physician. You know what I mean? It's so, like, I kind of look at things like that, mm-hmm. and, like, it just, I, I kind of base my views off of that. And, like, some Christians would disagree, saying I need to be more biblical about my views well, and, like, look I, into that more. I mean, I agree with, the, you know, being biblical about views, but I also, I think, so the reason I'm so, like, you know, ban abortion is because, like, for one, it just morally seems, like, absolutely terrible. Like, killing a baby, that's that's awful. But at the same time, I'm like, I've heard stories from doctors and, and it's it's so like like doctors like family doctors and it's like it's so heartbreaking mm-hmm. like they don't want to do it um I, I also think that um, what when you say like people go to the black market and stuff yeah there'll be people who do it people did it before but not as many there's not gonna be I just think that a, there's you're gonna have the black markets that sprout up when anything becomes illegal yeah. you know like with with prohibition in the 20s like it don't happen the alcohol market instantly oh. was taken over by the mafia you but know the or, thing is... and like marijuana now like that's like like trump's yelling build a wall sorry if you want to get rid of it legalize their market and they'll be out you know they'll have nothing to sell anymore you know it, like we had a problem with the mafia when alcohol was illegal and, you know, cutting immigration, doing all that, that didn't do anything, you know? But if we, but if we, you know, cut out their market and legalize it, then that's how you want to get the cartel out. Let's get them out, legalize yeah. their market, you know? So, like, with abortion, like, I just don't, 
the way I, uh, where I stand on abortion specifically is pro-choice until like 23 weeks and then pro-life after mm. because around that time is developed nervous system and I think once the fetus can feel pain then that's when I say no you know no more right mm-hmm. so I, I'm like a habsy I know I guess people you could say. I know people who've gotten abortions and it's like I don't hate them I'm never gonna hate them I'm gonna love everyone no and I I, didn't, I don't think that yeah. you would no, no. I, I, think, I think you're very just... you're very non-judgmental person yeah um random thought just sitting there doing an ASMR stream. ASMR stream. He's there whispering the mic. Oh, no. <laughs> go, go from left to right. Talking about Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what are we... Mm. Dude, I would love to... I would love to record an episode for my podcast just straight up ASMR. Just like... Face on the mic, just... Alright. It's time. Welcome to Piecing It Back Together podcast. Oh, yeah. Colin's gonna be starting a podcast, by the way. And I don't know if there's any links I can plug for that yet, but uh, the GoFundMe you can link. Well, I can link the GoFundMe. You can link the Go. You can plug the Instagram. Yeah, no, I'll plug his TikTok and his Instagram, and then you'll you'll be able to find anything there. But I wanted to move to the conversation we kind of moved away from. Yeah, which we said it was a loaded one. Yeah, and yeah, we got time still. I think. Um, yeah, we got about yeah twenty minutes. All right, yeah, no, we can we can consider this like. I guess this could be the closing conversation. Yeah. But, um... Are all sins equal? <laughs> are all sins equal? <laughs> Great question. Great right. question. Uh, answer. No. 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 When you really biblically look at it, they all end in the same thing. And they all lead to the same thing, which is death. Now, when it comes to consequences, they don't. When it comes to consequences... Some sin pulls you farther away from God than others. Mm-hmm. You commit sexual sin, it's going to pull you pretty far away from God. You commit, you lie, I mean, yeah, yeah you're going to feel bad about it, but like... Because I've heard a lot of people hold the mindset that all sins are equal, and like, okay, let's say we're talking, right? We're having a mm-hmm. conversation. Let's say I lie to you. Yeah. And then, let's say, um, six months later, I murder someone. Is that <laughs> equal? No. Like, I, I don't, like, I think logically, and then, like, I brought that up to... Worldly like, consequences. To my Bible teacher. I brought that up to him. Like, how the logic just doesn't make sense. It's like, well, Jesus is bigger than that, man. It's like, he's bigger than our human logic, man. It, and I was like, human logic. And I was like, yeah, I, okay, yeah. But to an extent, that is true when it comes to God and relationship with humans. Like, there's going to be difference with human logic and the bigger picture with Christ. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, logically there, like, 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 all look, sins are look, equal. Here's so, what... me lying, if, if I lie to you right now, sitting at this table, that's the same as that's me brutally murdering someone. No. No. I'm... no now, <laughs> I will say, I will say, hating someone is considered the same as murder. And it, it was, that was one of Jesus's teachings, one, one right? of Jesus's yeah. what he said was if you even just so much as to think about hating someone you've committed murder if you so much as to look at someone a, a woman in a lustful way that's adultery like that's like what it, it, it equals to but when it comes to like okay if you lie my, the consequences for me lying to you is like you're probably never going to find out about me lying to you and if you do it's like okay whatever why'd yeah. you lie to me we talk about it yeah now when it comes to murder you're not going to be like why'd you man why'd you murder <laughs> oh it's not oh, something you talk over they, they, they made you you're good. 
Yeah. Well, well, don't worry about it. We'll There's move on It's can, like, no, you're going to jail. There, there are it. certain things you can talk over, right? Like, yeah. Like, if one yeah. just lies to each Now, other. all sins can be yeah. forgiven, mm-hmm. except for blasphemy, but blasphemy can't be committed by a Christian. Um, it, blasphemy is denying the Holy Spirit. Oh, so, okay. if you're a Christian, then you're... Yeah. Yeah, you can't deny the Holy yeah. Spirit as a Christian, because yeah. <laughs> you're a Christian. Yeah. Um, and so... so is it, would you say... How could someone be guilty of blasphemy then? Not like, being a Christian, just not not professing the name of Jesus. Okay, the blasphemy. That's is, an interesting. Ba- blasphemy yeah. is not promoted. That's also a loaded conversation. But I mean, blasphemy yeah. really, to put it in any simple way, is uh, it can only be committed by non-believers, and it's basically you saying like, "Oh yeah, Jesus is not Lord." Yeah, it's like, "Oh, oh well, that's blasphemy against the Holy Spirit." Isn't like, well, then that means that it has no power. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, no, because when you become a Christian, then it's like, oh, yeah, actually, you know, you're following Jesus. Oh, I've like just, I think, personally, oh my gosh, I think, personally, for me, I found myself to be more. Um, yeah, I'm sorry about this. You're good. Um, we'll just cut here and then. so I think we're making good time but I found myself going being like you know I may be biased you know because like I, I I am skeptical of certain things in Christianity you know and like there are certain things that we disagree on like yeah. whether it's the sin the, the sinhood of homosexuality like everything we've talked about yeah today. yeah there are things that we disagree on when it comes to being a Christian I am more of a you know liberal progressive Christian And, you know, there are a lot of things that other Christians would disagree with me on. But I think I will self-admit here that a lot of it could have to do with me, you know, coming out of, you know, a Christian school community where things are kind of shoved down your throat, you know, where it's like, okay, you're ready to get out. You're ready to look at other things. So I think some of that could be just me trying to get away from a lot of the things that were just like totally just shoved down my throat. You know, and just trying to be, like, a free thinker and just, like, actually going outside the box, you know? I think the thing, though, when you you go outside that box, which, obviously, I've been there, you know, we all know that, um, is that outside of the box is not so amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Really. Well, I think it depends how far outside the box you go. Yeah, in general. Because, like, I think it's totally, like, personally, a personal opinion, I think it's totally possible that God used things like evolution or the big bang to create the universe and humans i think that's totally possible because i think that as christians we shouldn't oh man this is another loaded one we shouldn't defy science i think it should go hand in hand and like some christians would disagree like like ken ham right if i was sitting with ken ham right now he would eat my head off if i said that i would like i mean personally i would see god could have blown up the big bang 100 percent. the only thing is our logic to it splitting an atom what happens when you split an atom I wasn't good at science. <laughs> <laughs> you get an atomic bomb. Okay. I should have known that. I what happens when you... I wasn't smart in high school, okay? <laughs> okay. I think it's an atomic bomb. This is what I think. Um, what I'm happens when you combine two... When you combine two atoms and they... Boom! Nuclear bomb. Uh, neither of them... I've, I've never heard of either of them creating a universe. Yeah. That's well, a, no, I mean, I see what you mean. But like, that's, that's I just the reason think, that, that's I just reason. think it's possible. Oh, I think it's, it's totally possible too. You like, cannot put I try anything to be more. God. I try to be more agnostic about things I was not there for. Yeah. Right. 
So, like, you have the Ken Hams of Christianity that are, like, all uber-creationist, and the universe was created in six 24-hour days, and it's like... Six okay, days dude. to... Six days like, to God. Yeah, it just... It doesn't make sense God to me. lived like, outside of time. Now, now... It's just... And, like, you have the Ken Hams of Christianity, and it's like, okay, I don't really agree with you, and it's because I wasn't there. None of us were there. We didn't sit there and watch, you know? So I'm just more agnostic when it comes to that kind of stuff because it's like, I don't know. I don't know. It could have been six 24 hours. I don't know. I wasn't there. Was it the Big Bang? I don't know. I wasn't. Like, I think too many Christians especially don't want to plead ignorance on something, even though there's nothing wrong with pleading ignorance on something we weren't there for. No one wants to be humble. You know, more people need to learn to, uh, especially Christians, to plead ignorance. Like, you weren't there. I wasn't there. None of us were there. We, we don't know. Guess, but we don't. Like, I believe in God. But do I know, like, factually, 100% if God exists? No. I feel like I, but that's, I what, that's that, where faith comes into play. Well, no, that is where faith comes, because I have faith that yeah. God exists. But outside of faith, like, in factual, in the factual area, like, do I know? No, I don't. The reason and I like, can say... I have faith yeah. that, you know, God exists and, you know, heaven is real and, like, all these things. Like, I believe these things. But if I'm talking to an atheist, I'm not going to, like... I'm not going to, like, shit on what they think. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because, like, a lot of atheists are atheists just because they don't know. You yeah. know? I'm a Christian, but I'll still admit that I don't know. And like you were saying about people not wanting to be humble, like people just need to admit, like oh yeah, we need to just admit we're wrong. Yeah, if we admitted when we're wrong, that'd be so different. It'd be so so like, so different. If we were willing to just plead ignorance on something, we'd be like, all right, yeah, no, this is it. Like I don't know, you know. I think a lot more Christians would be a lot more. A lot of the Christian mindsets would be a lot more accepted. Mm. You know. Yeah, if we were just more humble. Yeah, Christians need to be humble. They need to really just humble themselves, and it's it's all about really like how how exactly uh, like why do you think people look at Christians and are like they're so hypocritical? Well, it's because we're not humble. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, one of the biggest teachings of Jesus was being humble. Humility. Yeah. Hated, hated, hated pride. What's the opposite of pride? Humility. And that goes into the other thing earlier. Rode into town on a donkey. Mm-hmm. You know? On a freaking donkey. That was the 95 Camry of his time. He was... Alright? Like... <laughs> private jets. Yeah. No, televangelists. Oh I like... We, we both collectively agreed that televangelists are terrible. There, there's someone... It's <laughs> <laughs> right when you said televangelists. Oh, televangelists just... I don't understand them. Oh, I don't either, man. I get it. It's the money, man. It's money that is what they drive. Yeah, like me and this uh, this um, dude, Dayton Christian graduate. Um, he, uh, I'm gonna have to cut that out. I said the school name. This kid's a graduate of the school I went to. Um, he was a senior when I was a freshman, and we had a long conversation about a week ago about um, he was going to school for ministry, and he graduated everything, but then he went back to college to be a financial planner. So now he's doing like financial like advising and planning for families and stuff like Mm. he's doing good at it but 
I was like, are you going to be a pastor? Because that's what he was originally going to do. But he has the ministry. He's ordained everything. Like, he could be a pastor right now if he wanted to. But right now he's just doing his career. And I was like, are you going to be a pastor at some point? And he kind of said the same thing that I kind of feel. Like, he said, he said, I'm not going to become a pastor unless I am able to take no salary at all and put that money into the community or charities. And I, like, I know. You know, because in his opinion, that camera just died. In his opinion... Um, pastors shouldn't take salaries of any kind. You know, and I kind of feel the same way because at I the agree same time way. I understand people need to live. We live in a capitalistic society where you need money to live. Like I, yeah, but I see where he's coming from, and I agree. You know, like if I was to be a pastor, I would want the pure focus to be furthering the kingdom of God and money's not a part of it like i'm financially supporting myself like let's say i own a business but i'm also a pastor know, like, that's yeah. zero money from the church like i'm putting all that back into the community and into the church you know what i mean yeah like that's where i stand personally and like we had this long talk about it, it was interesting but yeah what do you think about that i think pastors should earn salaries but i don't think they should be paid a lot i mean if, if a pastor is going to be rich i think all his money should come from book sales merch not from the church mm-hmm. not at all from the church um, if he personally sells like a book or makes like a song that's different you can do side stuff mm-hmm. uh, aside as from being just specifically that pastor being a multi-millionaire from the church is from wrong. the church is wrong yeah yeah. You're, gotcha. you should not uh, see my idea of when I'm going to be a pastor is I'm going to live in a, a very small house like my house size is this basement like that's my plan mm-hmm. buy like a beach live that life and all then right go to church and i want i want to be a minimalist you want to live off a little i want to make millions i want to make more money than 95 percent of people ever make in their life that's the dream you know yeah Yeah. but i want 99 from the church yeah well no even if it was from the church i want 99 percent of my money to be going back to the church to back to the community and not a lot of people are that selfless that willing to be selfless. yeah that willing to be especially christians now no, especially Christians. They're like, well, how can I make all this money? How can I be rich? Well, <laughs> I hear it all the time. They're like, well, how are you going to get money well, if you're a pastor? Point is, the, I don't want it. Well, in the United States, Jesus is a better tax haven than the Cayman Islands. Like, that's like the IRS, man. They don't touch God. They don't. <laughs> they're like, I'm going to stay away. Yeah. I, mean, like, I don't think churches should be taxed. I really yeah. don't. Well, I, no, I. I it's, well, it's separation well, of church and state. That's a different thing. My churches. main goal is I want to start a nonprofit. You yeah, know, and that's that would be a religious nonprofit, so I wouldn't be taxed yeah. if I was running a nonprofit. But my main goal is start a nonprofit by the time I'm thirty. Yeah. And by then, though, hopefully, I would already have like a business or something of some kind to where I'm taking no money from this nonprofit. I'm running it purely for charitable reasons to help the community. Yeah. You know? So I agree. By for me, it's like by thirty-five, I'd want to have my own church. Mm-hmm. By 35, uh, uh, up until then, I'd love to have, like, going around being a pastor or being a worship pastor, you know, doing all that. Gotcha. Um, well, I'm going to stay tuned for that. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah, I want to be seeing that. I'm trying to, to. I'm trying to travel the world. Like I said, I want to make millions. I have, I think if you're a Christian and you go out and you make millions, go you. It is not about how much money you make. It is about what you do with that money, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. If you choose, buying four private jets. If you buy four private, move. <laughs> if you buy four private jets, I'm a, I'm gonna be shamed. Like that, that is, you shouldn't even own one private jet. 
if you look, if you're a Christian and you make five hundred million dollars a year, um, as long as it's obviously you know not in the church. So in your opinion, four hundred ninety nine million is going back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Probably more. Probably almost all of it. I think, in my opinion, you'd keep enough to live. And I then... keep enough to live. I am. In my opinion, all my kids would have their college paid for. All my kids will have their college paid for. Is what I want. I'll have them saved up and all that. But aside from that, like really in general, what I mean, my dream car is a '68 Shelby GT500. <laughs> I might buy that. Get a nice, cool, dope little car. Yeah. But like, the rest of my money better go back to the church. Mm-hmm. One number one thing I want. I want to have so much money that I can literally write anyone a check that needs it. Like, like so much money in the church. Yes. Yeah. Like, I want to be able to make side money from books that I write, from music that I create, from personal merchandise. Not church merchandise. Church merchandise should still go back to the church. Personal merchandise. Personal side business ways to make money. I want to make so much, but I don't want my kids to ever never know that I'm making that much. I want my kids to be like, oh, we're living minimalist lives. We're living in a small home. We're chill. We're, we love our life because we go, we travel, we do things. You know? But, like, like you said, if I have $500 million, let's say my goal would be $498 million of that. Better go back to the church. Mm-hmm. At least $2 million. All right, I'm going to keep, let's say, let's say, you know, I'm putting some of it away, like 100000 into my kids' college. There you yeah. go. You got all of them out Seven, I'm looking for seven kids, you know. You want seven? I want six or seven, yeah. Whoa. Um, Whoa. 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 I want, like, two, <laughs> maybe three. I want so many kids. I don't know. I, I, uh, my I, thing is... I, I want two, but, like, I want to have two. And I want three like, biological. Adopt I want four biological, but I'm only going to try three times because I'm trying to get twins. If I don't get twins by that third time, I'm adopting twins. <laughs> and then I'm adopting another kid. And then when I get older, I'm going to adopt another kid out of, like, a bad home. I would want to have like two, like like biological, and then like adopt one. It's like three, three, oh, three or four biological. Three, three's a good number for me. That's a little much after that. I'm, well, like I'm I was good. saying, like I was saying, four hundred ninety-eight million better go back to that church. Unless there's a you know, uh, uh, happy surprise or whatever. <laughs> and then that, out of that other two million, I want to be able to see like, oh, there's a struggling family. I got a friend who's struggling. Let me write him a fifty thousand dollar check. Yeah, let me let me be generous. And Your main that. goal is to further the kingdom and take the minimal for yourself. Yes, for myself. And I, I don't and I really respect that because you don't because not a lot of people are that selfless, mm-hmm. you know, to where they would do that. Mm-hmm. You know what no. I mean? And most like, people, and I I saw this with a kid at horse camp this week. I was like, so how much did you donate to missionaries? Because they were all giving money to donate. Mm-hmm. It's like ten dollars. It's like how much did you bring? Thirty. And I was like, now, why didn't you give 20 and keep 10 for yourself? She's like, well, I need money for me, for food. And I was like, what about the kids over in Zimbabwe who need that money? She was like, well, what about me? And I was like, what about you? What about them? Your mom and dad can help you with more. You got plenty of $10 would be perfect. They're struggling hardcore over and I'm, I'm over and I'm like, I'm not trying to tell you, I'm not trying to take your money. You know, little kid, give me your money. Yeah. I'm trying to be like teaching and instilling in them like, look, take less for yourself, give more to others, especially yeah. those in need. 
And not a lot of people are like that. No, a lot and of people are like, once I get comfortable, then I'll donate. Then I'll tithe. I haven't tithed in a while. I'll be honest. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Uh, churches are down. And, coronavirus. Yeah. And, and, and also switching churches. I'm getting ready to start tithing oh, really? to my new church. Oh, you're switching? Grace Point. You're on a Grace Point? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. and and the audio, uh, both the cameras are dead actually. Um, yeah, now we're just audio right now, which that'll be fine. I can edit. Yeah, no, it'll be fine. But like, um, for the audience, for people who don't know, uh, Grace Point is a uh, we we have a we have a mutual mutual know the pastor there mutually know the pastor, so uh, that's how we both know what it is. But mm. um, yeah, no, I mean, I I did some I did some tech work. For, uh, Grace Point I heard and, that uh, they just want to hire you. Yeah, they wouldn't hire me, and like I, I mean, I, I wanted to get hired, and like, honestly, like, it was just kind of like there. I didn't see anything going further there for me, and like I wanted to go a little further there, but like there was nothing really mm. there for me, so I chose to leave. And also, I liked my main church, like my family church, a lot better anyway. So yeah. I would have rather been a place that I actually enjoyed being. You know, than just like, oh, I'm here for the tech. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just wanted to go to my own church, do my own thing, you know, that I've been going to that I enjoy, you know, instead of just being there for the tech. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But no, that's, but no, I like how they do things. They have a good worship team. They're, they're good. But um, I like them a lot. Um, I just didn't see myself working there. Nothing against them. But, <laughs> um, well, we're probably nearing the end of our runtime, and yeah. um, both cameras are dead, uh, which is kind of tough. But that's a lesson for next time. Um, but yeah, now you're love talking to you. Yeah, first time we've done it with you know a we'll r- do it more, cameras yeah. and yeah, stuff. We'll sit yeah, down yeah. on mine and we'll just we'll talk. About that's something. a bet. Yeah, no. Um, so everyone, I'll have Collins uh, TikTok and Instagram plugged. Do you want your Twitter plugged? You're not on Twitter a lot. You're not I'm on there. On I'm on there. Tweet about every three Dude, days. But you gotta get on Twitter more. I'm on Twitter all the time, man. I plug my Twitter. I'll... <laughs> I'll, I'll plug your Instagram and TikTok um, at Ugh, it's Colin. Um, so ugh, it's Colin. <laughs> but um, no, you're an interesting guy to talk to. I love talking to you every time. Yeah, same with you. Um, man. We gotta do another. We gotta do another bonfire chat again. Like we were doing <laughs> yeah. at your house. That was some great stuff. But yeah. Um, you know, being in um, just graduating a Christian school, you know, and dealing with a lot of people that are more close-minded, um, it's hard to find people who are because you're obviously a lot more religious than I am, and you know, you take things a lot more literally than I do biblically, and in mm-hmm. I I respect it, I do, mm-hmm. and I don't meet a lot of people like you though that are willing to talk to someone like me who is more may have some skepticism or some disagreements with the Bible. Like, you, you, like not a lot of people that are, you know, have as strong as a faith as you are willing to talk to people like me. Mm. But the fact you're willing to just sit down, have a cup of coffee, yeah, you know? Ran yeah. out pretty fast. I did run out pretty fast. <laughs> well, we, we talked for a while. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that you're willing to do that, like, I respect that, man. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. I respect you as well. Just sitting down and uh, none of us getting mad. 
Yeah, no, we're just talking. Just people. Just be people. Let's people just talk. People yeah, people talking like some bros. <laughs> some guys being dudes. Dudes it's not gay. <laughs> it's not gay. <laughs> Hashtag dudes. not gay. Just guy being dudes. <laughs> what is that one vine where it's like, um, two dudes sitting five feet apart because they're not gay? <laughs> oh, man. It's good stuff. Well, I miss Vine. Huh. But now we have TikTok. TikTok, yeah. And that's... Basically, what you're using basically vine it's what you it's basically vine yeah no one used vine anywhere for christian really yeah. oh. there's really never a christian platform on it was just it was just logan paul david uh, dobrik david dobrik oh he was on vine too dude that's where he started i just knew him as a vlogger i don't know oh I'm not he's big. so dope i wasn't big in like i mean i i was big in vine because that was when I was, you know... I was Mr. Magic Guy. I was, like, sixth grade. I had an iPod Touch fourth generation. Me too. Yep, we all I had that. I fell down. I would fall down in the snow and then be like, oh, I'm in my bed. <laughs> and it cut to my bed. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I made some dope cuts. Dude, you started on Vine and now you're a TikToker. Yeah. That's what's up. But, yeah, no, I'll have your TikTok and Instagram linked in the description. So if you guys want to go follow Colin, be sure to do that. And, um... Make sure you follow him, though, on Instagram and TikTok because we're going to have more updates coming up on his podcast. Would you like to explain that just a little bit right before we sign off? uh, I know you guys can't see anything, but (laughs) Piecing It Back Together is the podcast name. P-E-A-C-E-I-N-G, Piecing It Back Together. Uh, Basically, we're just going to piece together um, disbeliefs of a lot of people. We're going to talk about life with some people, with other Christian TikTokers. We're going to talk about... Common disbeliefs in, in the Christian community. We talk about um, we have Christians talking to Muslims, Muslims talking to Christians. You know, Jewish conversations with Christians, figuring out uh, you know everything out about people who are different, and yeah, you know, finding that that difference and, and level of ground and bringing together a lot of people who you don't really ever see bringing together. That's dope. It is pretty dope. That's dope. I'm man. excited, dude. There's there's a lot of stuff coming up next month. That's awesome. So, do you think by next month you'll have anything live going up? Yeah, 100%. All right. We got something August. Looking for August before school starts back up. Got to record that first episode. All right. Yeah. Make sure you guys follow him then on social media if you want to keep on posting with that. Um, it's possible I'll be making an appearance, not next month, but soon. Soon. Um, yeah, hopefully. Once, but they still got to get some stuff together, tech wise and everything else. So, uh, but <laughs> yeah. make sure you follow Colin there. And. Yeah, keep keep posted with it. Check out piecing it back together. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be some good stuff. I'll probably be on to shake things up a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, love we'll love we'll um, a, we'll a evangelical Christian. Love we'll a contra- controversy day. Controversy. Yeah, I'll contra- <laughs> I actually do want a controversy um, series. I don't think we didn't really get controversial here. No, I just want to name it controversy. I have so yeah. many friends who are just like, yeah. Controversy. Well, the point of this show isn't really to get controversial. I mean, we can get controversial. No, I'm down. It's I'm down. Talked. But this is just a talk. You yeah. Know? We're just talking coffee about people talk. talking coffee. Yeah. But, all right. I'm dragging this on. So, that'll be it for today's show. Thank you for being with us for this long amount of time. Um, It'll probably get cut up. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> all right. Well, Colin, thank Luke. you for coming on. All right. That'll be it for today's episode. If you like this, make sure you subscribe if you want to see more. Um, I'm hoping to get us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts soon enough, so then you can bump this podcast in your cars. But 
if you're on YouTube and you got that unlimited data plan, you can still bump it in your car. So make sure you do that. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, I'll also have my personal channel where I upload personal content such as film projects and other things. Um, but yeah, that'll be it for today's episode. Welcome. Thank you for being here for the first episode of Thoughts and Coffee. <sighs> I'm Lukey. I'll see y'all later.